Hi. Hello there. I know. I know, I know, I know. Before you say anything, before you say anything to me, I apologize. I apologize. Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to the Chiona Podcast. It's me, Sarah Sodizi. Oh my goodness. I never thought I'd be saying that for a while, considering how long it's been. What? We haven't posted an episode since, uh, what, October, November, December, so November, December. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh gosh. Point is, is that it's been a while, I guess. (laughs) Well, y'all, for those of you that are OGs, my day ones, that have been listening since day one, hi. Hi, I have a lot of explaining to do, don't I? And for those of you that are new here, hello, howdy, hi there. My name's Sarah Sodizi. I hail from the land of Drake, The Weeknd, Shawn Mendes, and Justin Bieber, even though he's never really here. (laughs) And this is a podcast where I talk about little tidbits and tricks for you and your 20-somethings or just little stories that I have regarding my not-so-crazy-but-crazy life. I'm going to just cut to the chase and be 100% transparent with y'all. I've been kind of avoiding posting something because I think I mentioned it the last time that I posted is that every time I record something, I always second guess it and I'm such a perfectionist that I never want to put out something that's just not good enough. And then it got to the point where my anxiety was just crippling me and really just ruining my life and saying like, hey, no, nothing you ever post will ever be good enough. So you better just not post it all. That's that's as transparent as I can get with y'all. And then I started to just neglect it altogether because life got in the way. Life always has a way of doing that, doesn't it? You know, everything seems to be going really great. And I'm not complaining here and saying that my life is horrible or anything like that. But it just seems like certain times or there's like a certain period in your life where sometimes like things are just going so awesome. And then all of a sudden your mental health starts to decline a little bit or your mental health starts to toy with you a little bit. Mm, ah, mm, It's the vibes, you know. But yes, hi. I felt motivated enough to want to record something new because... Well, if you look at my notes app on my phone, y'all, y'all would be able to see how many ideas I've been cooking up for this podcast. But once again, my anxiety has just been like making me feel like absolute garbage and making me second guess anything that I even post. And not not just my notes app, actually, now that I think about it, it's also like my hard drive that stores all of the files that I record for this podcast. Like there's there's episode after episode after episode that I've recorded, but have just been like, no, it's not good enough. No, I don't like that. No, no, no. And And I'm just collecting it like a bunch of dust bunnies in there. Some of them, I'm pretty sure, were even from before the new year had even started. Which, by the way, hi, happy new year. (laughs) But again, uh, too much time has passed. So at that point, I feel like I can't even post it anymore because I'm like, oh, it's not relevant. Oh, it's not this. Oh, it's not that. But I'm at a point right now, or like at least how I'm feeling right now, where I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to post whether you listen to me or not. Mm, that's your choice. I'm posting it. I'm posting it. I'm posting it. Now, I just briefly mentioned the topic of mental health and how important it is to take care of that. So I figured, I figured that some of y'all might be needing this. Some of y'all might be needing that virtual 
or that audio hug, if you will. I, I just made up a word right now. I listen, y'all. It's been a hot minute. Okay, let me let me let me get get my uh, <laughs> get my voice going. I don't know. So yeah, I, I I wanted to talk a little bit about mental health, how how important it is to take care of it. Because let me be real with y'all. That's also why I wasn't posting, because I wanted to take care of my mental health very very much. So and for those of you that have been patiently waiting for me to post something. Oh, bless your soul. Bless your heart, dog. Because I was really debating at one point whether I even wanted to post anything ever again and just silently fade into the background. And uh, some of y'all never were letting me get away with that. So thank you. (laughs) But yeah, no, I want to talk about uh, a really serious topic that I feel like not a lot of people are familiar with when it comes to me. And I've been talking to my therapist a lot with with regards to stuff like this, just because it's something that I've kind of dealt with for pretty much, mm, I want to say, and I think I've mentioned it a couple of times on this podcast where I've had a very interesting relationship with with my weight or my body image ever since I want to say as early, as early, as early, as early, as like maybe like grade six, I think, grade six, yeah, I think it was grade six. But I I really want to talk about that, especially for those of you that haven't been feeling your most confident, aka me, and, you know, just bring you some positivity and some things that I've been learning from this freaking hiatus that I've I've embarked on. And here's hoping, I'm not about to promise you guys anything because that's what I did last time and I goofed, but here's hoping that I will feel motivated enough to see, you know, some of my work in in all its glory and all of its misfitness and you know imperfections and just appreciate it for what it is and just enjoy myself you know what I mean I feel like this podcast does in fact bring me a lot of joy but it's a lot of hard work at the same time so I got to be able to really balance those things out anyways 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 I'm rambling I'm rambling y'all sit back relax grab your tea your cafecito and let's get to it y'all Now, like I mentioned before, not a lot of people know this, but I've had a very complicated relationship with weight and weight loss. And I know for some of y'all, that's going to be such a huge eye opener because from what it seems, it seems like I always take care of myself or I always am at the gym and, you know, I'm in pretty good shape and whatnot. Um, And... And that's partially true because, you know, I really do love going to the gym. I feel like it's like the one place where I just get to be in my own space. And side note, I feel extra bougie right now because my workplace has its own gym. So I just get to chill there by myself because everybody's working from home. So literally, it's just me (laughs) that goes. And I like to think that I have my own personal little gym. So I, I, I go there just to be by myself, get all my frustrations and all of my anxiety out um, because, listen, y'all, your girl really needs that time, okay? As of lately, your girl really needs that time. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'd say that my relationship with all of that stuff, like taking care of your body and weight loss and all of those and all of the, the everything surrounding that world it's 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 been a it's been a slippery slope an up and down roller coaster if you will and i can't genuinely say that i've ever been societally i put that in air quotes like con- considered fat but i want to say that the results 
of society standards look at me a sociology major over here the the result of society standards are why i considered myself to be fat when i was younger and again this is going to be a real eye opener for a lot of y'all because i know that on the outside a lot of times when you see somebody that like regularly takes care of their body eats right does all the right things and 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 they end up telling you that they've had a very very tough time maintaining a lot of that you take a step back and you're like what what huh who but fact of the matter is is that it's true you know I struggled a lot with that especially when I was younger I had a really really hard time with my body image and accepting the way that I looked or also just accepting that there are certain aspects of yourself that a lot of people wish that they had for some reason I don't want to say it like that there are certain things that people people that you know like wish that they could have that and yet you're the one that's hating yourself for having something like that and again I don't want to frame it in a way where it's like oh I have this and you don't and you have this and I don't you know I don't want to frame it in that way but that's often what my mentality was when I was younger where I was just like oh I wish I looked like that I wish I did this I wish I did that I wish 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 when in fact there's other people that are surrounding you that wish they had what you had. So it's just kind of like counteractive, I guess, if that's if that's what we want to call it. It's like very, it is very counteractive because there's always going to be something that you don't like that other people will appreciate. And I've been learning a lot of that lately, actually, where <laughs> people will, and again, not to toot my own horn, but people will tell me, oh, I love this about you, or I like this aspect of your life, or I wish I had this much of this that you have or that you exude a lot of this and I wish I had that you know I've been learning a lot of that behind the scenes and I've been talking with my therapist a lot where for some reason whenever people give me compliments I just freeze and I don't like it (laughs) I get really really uncozy when people feel the need to tell me those types of things but Anyways, we'll get we'll 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 get into that a little bit deeper uh, in a second, but I do want to tell you guys a story of how this all started and like where all of these issues kind of came from or where all these issues started to grow and fester and not really in healthy and unhealthy ways start to manifest and <laughs> and affect my life in a, in a lot of ways. So For those of y'all that have been on this boat, oh, hold my hand, grab yourself a life jacket because we about to dive in. So like I mentioned before, the earliest instance of when I started to feel body image issues was in the sixth grade. And I mentioned, I've definitely mentioned this before on the podcast. If you're new here, just flip through the episodes, y'all. Like I talk a lot, so I it's it's bound to be there somewhere. But I talk, I've talked about this before, where I was a late bloomer, so a lot of the girls in my grade were starting to develop their chests and their hips and their butt and everything like that. Whereas me, that wasn't really happening. And I feel like middle school age is like the the very prime age of where you start to learn a lot about what puberty is, whether that's like from well at least from my generation like from the internet or from movies and media and things like that but also in school I remember in grade six health class or sorry 
grade five health classes when I had first learned about like changes that go on in the body. Anything prior to grade four, I had no idea about. But then I started to see those things happen in grade six because the contrast from a lot of girls in my grade five class to when they were in grade six was just like tremendous. I remember there were a couple girls in my grade again same age as me but for some reason like their bodies develop so much quicker than mine and I I asked and I asked and I I was just like why is it that they develop so much better than me and it was a lot of it was a lot of questions that I had in terms of you know why is it that they are able to achieve those things and I'm not and again it it all depends on what you consume on a regular basis because let me paint you guys a picture. Me in grade six, hated wearing dresses, never wore anything pink really, wasn't wearing a bra, sorry if that's TMI, but wasn't wearing a bra and didn't really, I guess, fit, quote, the standard of like what girls should look like at that age. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to put myself in a box like that because I've said it multiple times and I don't want to put myself in that box that's like, I'm not like other girls. I was like other girls, But there were aspects of me that just, again, didn't fit that little mold that people wanted to put me in. So yeah, I had a lot of questions regarding why people were developing at a different rate than I was. And then this got even worse because around grade five, grade six is when I started to have crushes on boys. And y'all can probably guess where I'm going with this is that, you know, the boys in my grade they would look at those girls who developed really fast and were like, oh, wow, she's so hot or, oh, wow, she's so cute or, oh, wow, I have a crush on her or I really like her, blah, 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 blah. And then they would look at me and they would say not so nice things because what boy in grade six or grade five has nice things to say about any girl? Like, even when they do like them, they say the most derogatory things sometimes. So you can only imagine when they don't like you like that, the horrible things that they can say. And I'm not going to lie to you, it took a very significant toll on me because I kept asking those questions again. Why isn't it happening to me? Why is it, why is my body not changing? Why am I still staying the same? And this only got worse. (laughs) I would love to tell you guys that the story ends here, the journey ends here, (laughs) and I got better at it, and I didn't ask so many questions, and I wasn't so self-conscious. Well, my friends, no, 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 no. That's not how it went. Grade 7, it actually got worse. Grade 7 and 8. It was, uh, it was a really bad time. So grade seven is when I had moved to a new school and I, again, still hadn't gone through those physical changes completely yet, but I will say because I was going to a new school, I really, really had this idea in my mind that I wanted to reinvent myself from the person that I was at my old school. And I thought to myself, I was like, okay, like I need to make a good impression on these people and I need to impress them and I need to. I really need to stand out in the best of ways. So I came to this school and mm, spoiler alert, I stood out for all the wrong reasons. And I'm not going to get into too much details because it's a it's a very touchy subject. But I still want to get the point across where I where I mentioned to you guys that me in grade seven, I made a lot of really bad choices when it came to who I hung out with and how I treated people. I think I've talked about this before though, where in grade seven and grade eight, like I was a really mean person. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very willing to admit that. And if there is, if there is somebody that happens to stumble upon this and I was ever mean to you in middle school, 
I'm really sorry. Uh, like from the bottom of my heart, I'm really sorry. And I'm not using it as an excuse, but I was dealing with a lot inside and I was very insecure with myself and struggled a lot with my confidence at that time. And I took it out on a lot of people. And as a kid, you you don't really... You, you, you don't really see the severity of your actions sometimes. So really from the bottom of my heart, if anyone wants to take that apology, you can. If you don't want to, that's cool too. You don't have to. But yeah, in grade seven, it took a lot. It took a lot out of me kind of seeing or perceiving myself in a certain way where I was like, oh, all the other girls in my in my grade or even younger grades, I remember they were developing a lot more or at least from my eyes, a, lo- a lot more comfortably, whereas I was just really uncomfortable in my skin and I didn't feel pretty. I no one had ever really called me that actually. And not that I'm like fishing for compliments or anything like that, or I was, I wanted to fish for compliments. I mean, at that age I did, but like now that I'm looking back, I'm thinking like, why do you care about things like that? Especially when you're like 12 years old, who cares? But at that time I very much was like, oh, like no one ever says that about me or no one ever thinks I'm attractive or nobody's ever really had a crush on me. And I will never forget, oh my gosh, when I had a crush on this guy in middle school and he was like, oh yeah, well... I don't really look at her like that because she doesn't look like this other girl that was at our school or another girl in another grade that was at our school. And that crushed me. Absolutely crushed me. So we're looking at, not to mention the fact that he said that he doesn't look at me like that, but he compared me to somebody else. And that was like one of the first instances where I could see that somebody had compared me with another person and it just immediately like destroyed my self-esteem I know it sounds very extreme to say that but like as a kid when people like I said people don't know the severity of their words when somebody had said that to me like I just was like oh my gosh like I'm ugly I'm fat I'm gross I'm this I'm that like I started being very unkind to myself needless to say And again, I really wish that it got better (laughs) in grade eight, but I want to say grade eight was when it was like at its absolute freaking worst. And I, again, I've mentioned this in previous episodes before where I have hinted at the fact that grade eight was probably like one of the worst years of my life. And I will get into it just about now because I want to be as transparent as I can with y'all and I know that there might be somebody out there listening to this that's dealing with the same kinds of issues and I really want to help them out and and even speaking to my younger self like I want to say that there's nothing wrong with how you look and there's nothing wrong with how you're feeling at the same time You know, I feel like there's a lot of shame that's put behind us where it's like, oh, like you shouldn't say that about yourself. You shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. I grew up with a lot of that where if I said something or I did something out of turn, there was a lot of shame associated with that. So in in that, in retrospect, like me being unkind to myself in that way saying that I was ugly, saying that I was fat, saying that nobody liked me and that people were just pretending to be my friends. Yes, 13-year-old me was saying that. People are just pretending to be, sorry, people are just pretending to be my friend (laughs) and that nobody actually likes me for me. Um, They only like the idea of who I could be or how I could be of use to them. And 
my mental health declined very much as a result of that. Sorry, I don't know why I'm getting emotional here. I it's been years since this all happened so again I'm okay with talking about it but there's just little bits and pieces where you know you remember the trauma the trauma and uh <laughs> and it just like all comes back to you like in a wave or whatever I promise you I'm fine but I used to say such terrible things to myself and as a result of that like I said I was not a very kind person to other people as well so oftentimes I could I, I found like the easiest target and would just hurl insults at them or just make them feel like crap as well because I felt like crap inside. And so, like I said, this this whole topic is about body image and weight and, and all of those things. And I and I took it very hard when it came to maintaining, you know, my like my physical attractiveness, I guess. Like I I would constantly be exercising. I would constantly looked at look at what I was eating. I also made sure that other people couldn't see that I was eating more than what I quote unquote like kind of assigned to myself. So I tried to hide it. I tried to hide it. And I remember actually this was also at around the time when I was at a family gathering and a family member had said to said to me and other people were around and heard this a family member had said oh sarita like doesn't it look like you're gaining a little bit of weight or doesn't it look like you're you know like your stomach has a little bit of rolls like you look kind of you, you tienes pancita translation you have a stomach let me let me pause it for a second. Let me pause the story of my life for a second and say and like and I will call this out is that in Latin American culture especially the way that we are riddled with unbelievable stereotypes and standards when it comes to how sexualized we are and it comes to how bodacious we're supposed to be or like curvaceous and like all of these things it's so so like dehumanizing. And it starts at such an early age, I find, like this, so many generations of Latin American women will pit uh, pit themselves against each other and will be like, oh, like, I look young and I look healthy and I look skinny, like, and but then at the same time, they'll go back on that and be like, oh, but that girl's too skinny or that girl's too fat or that girl's this or that girl's that. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times so many of my fellow Latinos will tell me like, oh, this is what my mom used to say to me or this is what my aunt used to say to me or this is what a family friend used to say to me when it came to their image or when it came to their body weight. And it's so disgusting because... Me personally, I'm trying to break those generational cycles like you already know or maybe you don't. But like me as a person who's growing up in 2023 still, I, I mean, I'm almost 30, but I promise you I'm still growing up. <laughs> I'm still trying to break those generational cycles because if I don't, then nobody else will. You know what I mean? Like it always takes one one person and then two people and then three, four, five to say something and call out people that feel the need to comment on things that they have no business commenting on. I really, really wish that I could go back to that moment when a f when that family member had said that about me. I had not even grown into my body at all. And the fact that they were commenting that at such a young age, telling me how I should look or how I should be presenting myself, 
Like, think about that for a second. That's a child you're talking to. And you're saying things like that. Now, let's get one thing straight. Let's get one thing straight here is I know how difficult it can be to call out your family members. I know how difficult that can be, especially when they're people that you can't get rid of because they're so prominent in your family or they're in your family dynamics. Like it could literally be your own mom. Not saying it's my mom, but it could literally be your own mom, your aunt, like a very close family member, and you feel like you still need to have them in your life. It can be so hard to call them out on things like that. And and even sometimes when you do call them out, they don't see it as a problem. Or they're like, huh? Like, why, what do you mean? I'm just pointing out the obvious. Or I'm, they, they, they follow it up. Have you noticed that they follow it up with an even worse comment? You know what I mean? Like, as if the situation can't get any worse, they follow it up with poop number two? Like, hello? Uh, <laughs> I know how difficult that can be, though. And... All I'm going to say, though, is that if you do find the strength and courage to call that person out, I am so unbelievably proud of you. And if I were around and heard them talking smack, listen, I will defend you 310%. So, yeah, I just started developing some really unhealthy habits and it spiraled and spiraled and spiraled because at first it started off really, really small where I thought that I could, could maintain it, keep control of it. Nobody would know. Nobody would figure it out. And I hit it pretty well, I want to say. From like 8th grade through ninth grade, I hit it relatively well where a lot of people were like, oh, like Sarah's the loud one and Sarah's the crazy one and Sarah's like the, the one that's like got like a whole bunch of friends and all of these things. Like, you know, I hit it relatively well where people didn't really kind of see any sort of concern when it came to stuff like that. Even like family members and stuff, never, no one ever really like had any concerns about anything like that. I want to say it wasn't until grade 10 when I felt like I couldn't control it anymore and that's when people started to get concerned. I'm going to throw it back to episode, I think, number two it was when I had a best friend named Tommy. Uh, A lot of you who are OGs know that story about how Tommy was like one of my really, really close friends and basically we're not friends anymore because he ended up catching feelings for your girl and so that just like it couldn't it, it couldn't work with with all of that involved and so but at the time when I was friends with Tommy this is why I always think sorry side note this is why I always think that like people are in your life for like a certain period of time because they help you realize things or they help you through certain situations in your life and then you know, once that time has passed, you know, you can appreciate that time for what it was. And I often do, you know, I appreciate the the help that he, <laughs> the help that he got for me. Uh, uh, yeah, so it was grade 10 gym class. I will never forget this until the day that I die. It's grade 10 gym class. And I loved, I love gym class. All throughout the years of, of, of like grade school, I loved gym class, but it was grade 10 gym class where I remember we were training for a triathlon, which is where you run, swim, and bike. Uh, in that order, actually, is what we did the triathlon. So you run, you swim, and then you bike. And we were training for that. And I remember I was feeling like super lightheaded. And uh, my gym teacher was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, 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 I'm I'm okay. And what a lot of people didn't know at this time is that I was restricting a lot of food that I was eating. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I would hide it 
I would hide it or I would throw it away. And I feel really bad about this. Well, I used to feel really bad. Now I'm okay, I promise. I used to feel really bad about it because not even my parents knew about it or what I was dealing with very much. They had it, like, there was one instance where they had found out about certain things in the eighth grade because my behavior was also really bad at that time. But they thought that it had subsided, nobody really talked about it, and it kind of just went away on its own type of thing. But in grade 10 is, like, really when I started showing a lot of signs of restrictive eating and really unhealthy habits when it came to that. And so Tommy had reached out to my gym teacher afterwards because we hung out after school and he reached out to my gym teacher and said, this is what's going on with Sarah. I'm really concerned and I don't know what to do. I don't know if you can talk to her or say something to her or if there's something that like everybody else can do or what have you so like Tommy was really looking out for me and I also remember that he had told my mom about some of this stuff and needless to say I was not happy I was very upset I was very angry with Tommy actually that he decided to tell people that I didn't trust at the time with that kind of information and I remember when my gym teacher talked to me about it, I was I was very, very, very apprehensive about it and and deny outright denied it, actually, when she confronted me about it. And she said, you know, some of your friends have reached out so that way she wouldn't single out Tommy. But I knew that it was Tommy because he was one of the only people that really knew about it. And she said, some of your friends are concerned and, you know, I just want to check in and ask you, you know, how how things are doing, blah, blah, blah. And like, God bless my gym teacher for looking into that because truthfully I don't know where things would have gone if she hadn't reached out to me and made me get the help that I needed when it came to stuff like that trigger warning this has a lot to do with like eating disorders and mental health and things like that but I really feel like I was on the road to just being very very unkind to myself to the point where I probably could have been hospitalized and it would have been I feel like it would have been a shock to a lot of people because everyone thought that I was fine and that I was doing okay when in fact I wasn't I again intrusive thoughts were not were not were, were not stopping at that point and again a lot of my worth or a lot of my value I sought in my physical appearance or at least how I was perceived by other people and if I maintained that if I kept control of that then I would be okay or that things would be okay things would be okay things would be okay like if I could just keep that in control because every other aspect of my life is out of control if I could just keep that in control things will be okay and like I said I'm okay with talking about it now because time has passed and I've developed a lot of really great strategies when it comes to that but I'm not gonna lie to you sometimes you know my psyche if you will it kind of falters when it comes to that subject but again I I want to be as transparent as I can with y'all because sometimes when people compliment me or say things about me that are like more on the positive side like I don't know how to take it and I just I get really uncomfortable actually when people compliment me which is weird considering I was quite the opposite before when I was younger is where that's all I wanted that validation or I was always seeking like that 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 like I guess like that little 
that little high that you get, that little piece of serotonin that you get when somebody's like, oh, you look really pretty. Oh, you look so nice. Or, oh, you're so hot, blah, 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 and stuff like that. Like, I would crave that type of attention a lot when I was younger. And now when people say it to me, I'm just like, please don't say that to me. (laughs) Or I get really uncozy about it. But this is why therapy works. This is why therapy is so, so great. And I 100% recommend it to anybody. Whether you feel like you have a problem or not, therapy is great just to talk and just to get those feelings out. But honestly, therapy has helped me a lot in terms of reevaluating how I want to view myself and how I want to, I guess, have people perceive me. And that the whole like your existence doesn't revolve around what other people think of you part of it does I mean let's be realistic here like when you interact with other people obviously you don't want to come off as a jerk obviously you you don't want to come off as a person that's uh, annoying or full of themselves or any sort of negative thing associated with you so part of our lives are very much revolving around what other people think of us however I feel like that comes in coordination with how you perceive yourself now let me explain a little bit so My therapist and I have talked about this where um, how people perceive you is a very, very, very big reflection of how you perceive yourself. Meaning that if I am kind to myself, if I think good things of myself, if I treat myself well, then other people are going to see that as well. Or other people are going to be like, hey, you know what? She's doing okay. Or hey, you know what? she's very she's she she does well for herself or hey she's taking care of herself like that's really great and that's an admirable trait to have you get what I mean I I love using the example of like when people tell when people will see that I'm like at the gym constantly uh, they'll 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 see they'll be like oh like she's really taking care of her body and she likes to work out this type of thing blah 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 but like as nice as that as nice as that is again I don't I don't necessarily see it that way where I if I'm going to the gym I'm going there because I want to get the stress out I want to be less anxious I want to just be by myself with my thoughts and relax a little bit that's the way that I see it but again other people are perceiving it as oh she's taking care of herself this is what this is this is what this is a really good example that I really love to use and that I've been just like living by for a while is how I like how I try to exude kindness or how I um, how I try to be selfless and um, there has to be a healthy obviously there has to be a healthy medium when it comes to that because you know we got to be selfish towards ourselves sometimes too and I'm very much learning that but I like letting people know that I'd be willing to do kind things for them or, I, or that I'm willing to do something out of the goodness of my own heart, not trying to get some sort of get something out of out of them or I do this favor for you and then you owe me type of thing. You know, like I just like letting people know that I like doing things out of the goodness of my own heart and having them see that and think, hey, you know what, that's a really kind thing for you to do or hey, you know what, like. I should aspire to do that for somebody else, passing that along. And that's basically what I've been trying to work on as of lately. And oh yeah, I know I've been delayed in in recording a podcast like this. I know this was a little bit more of a deeper topic or a deeper subject, but I felt like it was something that I really wanted to talk about with some of y'all, all of y'all, if y'all wanted to hear it. I promise you I'll get back to the jokes at some point, but I'm not going to promise you that I'm going to be posting regularly because... 
again, this is all a work in progress. And sometimes I have days where I'm like, yes, let's do it. Oh my gosh. And then as soon as I'm about to hit the publish button, I'm like, wait, (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. I actually hate this episode. I'm not going to post this garbage because I don't want people to listen to this and be like, what is she talking about? What is she rambling on about? Again, we're working on being kinder to ourselves. So no, the work that I do or the things that I produce can also have good things and positive things and wonderful things but again it's just all a matter of when I'm ready to post something then I'll post something but yeah that's it that's all I I missed you guys a lot and hopefully again we can get to posting whenever I feel like it hope everyone's doing okay and if you're not doing okay I'm sending you a lovely warm and fuzzy hug as always guys and I miss saying this for sure and don't you ever forget it that I always say this even behind closed doors is that black lives matter indigenous lives matter immigrants lives matter and god loves you so so much and as do I okay bye